It's time for NBA at Home with the Boys. Your weekly dose of NBA basketball. Settle in. Enjoy the chat. Home with the Boys, episode number three. Uh, on today's cast, we've got uh, Ryan Midrange Wiggins. What's going on? Got uh, Muddy the Doctor Page. Hey yo. Uh, Paul Superman Scarzi is uh, close close by, I believe. Uh, I'm sure he'll come in in the pot over once we chat, boys. Get going. But um, anyway, boys, what is um what's a topic you got there, Muddy? Bring us a topic, mate, that you want to discuss uh, over the over the weekend's games. Yeah. Okay. So well, there's so much happening, isn't there? Really. Um, Look, I guess the topic I want to bring up is about, and look, I'm sure everyone's probably sick of it, so I apologise to the audience already. How about, okay, first of all, the the the, the snuggle that Charles Barkley, I think, called it, um, for uh, Embiid versus Cat. Um, do you think that, you know, anything should have happened? Do you think that the suspensions, etc., are warranted? Do you think it was such a big deal? I'm just, yeah, query about everyone's opinion. Because obviously back in the 90s, when we were watching the game, that was, you know, happened nearly every game. Um, And now you don't see it too much. And, you know, there's a big uproar, especially about Ben Simmons. Um, You know, he jumped in and people are saying he should, you know, really get suspended and a big fine. So, yeah, what's your boy's opinion about? Uh, Look, I think everyone's seen the pictures on why Buddy Embiid blew up and it was really a really soft foul. I think it's just two big centers. You know, egos are pretty high. Um, their heads are pretty big. They obviously want to prove a point. Um, so, look, I don't know, man. I think it's. I think their two-game suspensions are warranted. Um, they did, you know, I think uh, Simmons there had bloody cat in the headlock. Um, I think it's warranted, man. You don't want that in the game. We obviously want to display, uh, you know... Um, what are you trying to trying to think of the thing uh, term now? Of a good role model for uh, the young kids, you know, around the world. Obviously, everyone watches the NBA, so you don't want to have that stuff in the game. Um, it was pretty soft though; like they were just pretty much bear hugging each other on the ground. It's not like they were throwing haymaker punches. It wasn't like the Palace of Auburn, mate. Hey, it wasn't like that. But anyway, uh, I don't know, man. Pretty soft, and I think Charles is right. That's nothing, but. Warranted the suspensions and the fines. So um, what you're saying so, is you you want that out of the game. You're happy for it to be out of the game. There's no need for it. Suspension yeah, not, not for that. Okay, like if you, if you want to bloody have a go, bloody knock him out. <laughs> Make it warranted. Not hug each other around the neck for bloody 10 minutes. And then jaw the crowd. And then they're... And then the social media bullcrap. It's like, no, oh, just let it go. It's like they're just trying to show which who's got the bigger diddle. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. terrible. Anyway. Okay. Bigger diddle. Wow. Well, that, <laughs> well, that is. <laughs> I could have. There he is. There he is. Well, yeah. there, uh, Paul, <laughs> you're in. We just uh, oh, mate, we introduced you at the flight. start of the pod. Late late thank you for <laughs> thank you for coming in after your movie, Scarzi, and just and just for everyone to uh, understand. The main reason I brought up this topic about um, the snuggle and wrestle, that's exactly how Superman Paul Scarzi goes on. That's oh, wow. Uh, oh, Wiggs, Wiggs, what do you reckon, Wiggs? Uh, I reckon it was it was all pretty soft. Like, I, but, but I'm, I'm actually surprised 
that the suspensions weren't longer. I think in the past mm. when there's when there's been yeah, fighting, actually yeah. like a two game suspension is a is a pretty soft slap yeah, on the wrist. Exactly. Which I and which I don't actually like it was a pretty soft fight. So I, I maybe it, it matches, but usually the NBA says we definitely don't want any of this sort of stuff in the league. We don't want that for our viewers. We're family friendly, all this kind of stuff. You guys are role models, and they usually slap people with like ten or fifteen games. I guess because they didn't actually land any punches. Um, maybe that's why it was it was pretty soft. I was pretty surprised after seeing the footage of Ben Simmons um, tapping out um, Cat um, <laughs> that, that he didn't get a suspension. And they actually, I think they even the league even called him a peacemaker that he came yeah. into into the fight as a peacemaker. I thought that was pretty funny. But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm surprised it was pretty soft. I actually don't mind having a bit of um, what are in Australia we call it a bit of biffo, like a bit of rough and tumble. I don't know how to explain it, but I don't mind if guys want to get into a little a bit niggle. of sport, a niggle. It's like just because it's you know like as a contact sport. People always say basketball is not a contact sport, but it really is. Yeah, it and is. Um, I think that at the heart of it, probably though, you know, Embiid um, for all of his talk is probably a fairly insecure dude. And it's usually the dudes that, are, that talk the most are the most insecure. And Cat, he's, he's out to prove something this season. And Embiid's sort of got the title as one of, one of the best centers in the league, and Cat wants it. So um, yeah. it's not surprising. I'd like to see more of it. Um, get into it, show a bit of passion, care about what you're fighting for on the court. That's great. Yeah. Well, before Scarzi gets into it, I'll, I'll have a quick jump in. Oh, no, please do. Please do, mate. Yeah, because I don't think anyone really wants to hear your opinion about <laughs> the snuggle anyway, mate. <laughs> snuggle. Scarzy on the snuggle. Oh, mate, mate when, when we were in New York, okay, uh, this year, that's what he was trying to do to me every night. I said, oh, <laughs> what a load of crap. I'll stop it. Oh, so I'll, I'll stop oh, wow. I was, I was doing cold, a Ben Simmons. Right? I was doing everything, bro. Oh, um, and it didn't go. stop him. Okay, anyway, so look, I actually liked it. Man, this is the year Embiid and Cat need to step up. They want to step up. They want to be champions. They want to be all-stars. Go all for it. I, I, I don't think it was just with that fair. I got a feeling over the course of last year and even this year, there's been chit-chat, chit-chat between them both. And I think both of them just had enough and Cat threw a punch and, you know, Embiid tried to have a, you know, a kiss-kiss with him. And, you know, I actually think Ben Simmons... <laughs> was trying to be a peacemaker. There was no real intent there. If Ben Simmons really wanted to grab him by the neck and choke him, see you later, cat. Cat would be actually a cat, and he would not have <laughs> nine lives. I'll tell you that with Ben Simmons. Um, so I think he was being a peacemaker, a peacemaker. I think all this stuff about Ben Simmons is just over the top. Um, he's Australian, so, man, if he grabs You're backing him in. Oh, for no doubt in my mind. So... I think it was great for the game. I liked it. I liked the fight. Good work. And Ben Simmons, keep being a peacemaker. Wow. Keep being a peacemaker. Yeah. I, I really thought there wasn't much in it, to be honest. But at the end of the day, it is good to see because you kind of want to see, like everyone's saying, the passion and the niggle and all that type of stuff. And I guess to some degree, the league has gotten pretty soft in terms of you know, there's really no physicality in the game whatsoever anymore. It's um, it's all about athleticism, really. So uh, I liked it. Um, but I, I'm a bit with Wiggs, too. I was surprised it was only a two-gamer. 
that did shock me a bit. I, I thought it would have been a good five at least, five to ten. Yeah. But do you think it's fair? Do you think two games is fair? Wiggs was saying it's probably not fair compared to, and I agree, no. uh, compared to what before. I, I think, but I think, I it's, think fair. it's well. I think it's fair for what happened, but it's probably not fair when you look at the other suspensions that have probably gone on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if, if they're consistent through the rest of this season, I think that that's yeah. fine. It's just yeah, that's right. like to, to the past, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, so, well, look, no one should be talking about consistency because you and Scarby are not consistent <laughs> anyway. So come on, let's just put it out there right there. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm, I'm just, I'm just managing my minutes, mate. I'm just managing my, it's just, uh, it's load management. <laughs> he's a load, he's on load, load management. management. Wow. You, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to call you, I'm going to call you Kawhi. Number two. Number, <laughs> two, number two, number two. Oh wow. So, so if you nice. guys, if, if, if we were to take Embiid and Cat, put some gloves on them, or chuck them in the octagon, like I'd who, take who are you going to take? I'm taking Embiid. No, yeah. I'll go Cat. Nah, Cat. Sure. I don't think Cat's got the nah. ticker. Just Mate, no, bro, Cat would turn into at least nah. a, 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 a mini tiger. Cat woman. And then be turning into Cat woman. That's what he would turn into. Mate, mate, after 20 seconds, Embiid will realise, uh-oh, <laughs> and I think you'll be in trouble. I think <laughs> I think either way, it'd be a pretty terrible fight. Like, it'd be yeah, like, I don't, I don't think it'd be entertaining. There. Oh, yeah. Wiggs, are you sitting on the fence? Who would you pick? Come on, you are. Come on, <laughs> yeah, take one. No, I'd, oh, take really? I'd take a beat. I'd take a beat. I'd take a beat too. When I was, if you look at what went on there, well, I don't know. Cat, cat didn't look like he knew what he was doing. Uh, I don't know. But, you know, I mean, cat, cat but at least Embiid's better. Like at the end of the day, Embiid's good for the game. I think even his trash talking and all that stuff. I know he does sound like a bit of a clown at times, but at least it's. Um, I think it's good for the game. It shows that he he wants to be one of the the best players um, out there. Mm. I, I like that type of stuff, and I don't well, think he goes too over the top with it. Yeah, yeah. But what I didn't like about Embiid, and probably this is why I'm I'm probably more on cat side for this, is you know the way Embiid was acting after the fact. You know, trying yeah, to pump uh, the yeah. crowd up like he actually yeah. did something. Like mate, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If, if I snuggled like that. <laughs> I'll be putting a towel <laughs> over my head and running to the dressing room and maybe suspending myself for eight games. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, yeah, it was that nothing. Yeah, I know. He was trying to fight the crowd. But, I mean, yeah. What can he really uh, – in today's game, you can't really do a lot, can you? That's the way you really you can't. Oh, my God. Here we go. That's no, pretty okay. soft. Yeah, All it right. was soft. Yep. All right, boys. Well – Next topic, let's. Uh, Ar- uh, Ash had to just jump out for a minute, so I'll take over. Go, go over water. Yeah, no, go for a week. So, so I was. Th- I've been thinking about next topic. I've been thinking about lately. So I was watching the the video of Aaron Baines crushing oh. Steph Curry's hand, mm. and um, and I had to laugh because Aaron Baines had this look on his face like it hurt him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He was just like, oh, my ass, you know, like, and, and meanwhile, Seth's, uh, uh, Seth, uh, Steph's uh, hand got crushed and, you know, obviously he's out for a while. In any case, it got me thinking about Aaron Baines a little bit and how sort of the impact that he has on the game. He's like, stats wise, he's fairly quiet, but it got me thinking about how there's players in the league who 
Um, underrated. Who's contra- yeah, they're underrated. Their contribution yep. doesn't get measured on the score sheet. Um, yep. But they're good team guys, and they just seem to make teams better. Aaron Baines, like, so my question's going to be, like, for you guys, who's who's that player for you guys who you think is a really good who, who really good contributor, a really good team guy, makes teams better, but whose contribution doesn't get recorded necessarily on the stat sheet. So my, my player is Aaron Baines. I'm I'm I think that yeah, he, I was gonna I was gonna say him too. Just well, one of because I think you said something about a top five or something. Yeah, well that's what that's we could we could we could do that if we want to talk about it. like who would be the top five kind of um, players who who make an excellent you know great contribution to their team but doesn't get necessarily counted. Who are those mm. guys you want on your team who make teams better? Yeah, I think Baines is a really good one, and like I said, I was um, I definitely thought of Baines because I mean he uh, two years back he was the one that got sent to Boston from um, San Antonio, mm-hmm. I think, and, off memory, and um, you know at the time you kind of thought, oh, that's unlucky because Boston weren't really in the greatest of spots, and then. You know, Boston got competitive, and I think he was one of the guys that really made a contribution. He kind of toughened, stiffened their defense, and kind of contributed. He started to shoot the three from the from the corner and stuff like that, and just mm. just did a lot of things that you wouldn't expect him to do. And you you kind of started to notice that he does have an impact on the game. And then look, he's gone to Phoenix, and look, there could be other factors as well, but I think Baines is probably gone in with a mentality that um, of trying to win games, no matter whether he's in Phoenix or Boston or San Antonio. And I think that's kind of helped them along. Mm. Yeah, but Baines is definitely one of them. I, I was, uh, my pick was probably going to be Horford. I don't think yeah. Horford gets probably oh. the credit. Horford? Yeah. I think, no, Horford's, put, I think you, Horford's under the radar. You wouldn't put him in that. Yeah, but he's under the radar, but he's not yeah, he's not in the he's not a, category, bro. No, like, no, no. Like, but I mean, he's probably under he has more of an impact on the game. Yeah. He's, is is Horford at an all star level? Yeah, well, no, well that's no, the I'm, thing. I'm See, he's just under all star level. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's not an all star, but he's just under all star. Where, yeah. where, where your oh. question wings was more on a lower spectrum than that, from what. Oh, Trying to get from your from your question, like Horford, no. is, a, Horford is a star, man. Oh, I wouldn't call him an all star. No, but he's I a star. Know. Like, yeah, I think he's, he's average. No, we he's we average call Marcus Aldridge an all star. Yeah, I don't, Marcus Aldridge <laughs> is not an all star. He's <laughs> rough on, on bloody LA. Um, <laughs> I don't know. No, I was watching that Philly the um. Philly game over the weekend, and um, who are they playing against? They're playing against Portland. Portland. And um, Al Horford, like, I don't know. So this season, he's he's averaging 16, 16 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. That's really, that is a really solid contribution on the stat sheet. But, um, but I don't know. I don't, I, no, but so I don't are you talking more, star. Are you talking locker guy, Wiggs, or are you talking, you know what I mean? Are you talking just a locker guy, that a guy that maybe doesn't get on the court a lot? That no, I'm, or... thinking, I'm thinking, yeah, maybe someone who gives you sort of 
you know, 15 minutes. You know, on the scorecard, they've got like five points, you know, six rebounds, oh, a couple of assists. God. I can, oh, I can no, tell you who like Muddy's going to pick. Here we go. Uh, who? Who's guys like that? They're all over the league. Yeah, yeah, true. If you say Vince Carter, I'm nah. going to hang up. I'm going to hang up. No, I was going to say you were going to say, oh, Dwight Howard. Of, oh, Dwight Howard. Stop 14, it. 13, Stop it. Two. 14, Stop 13, it. 13, 2, and 3. Yeah. Oh, he can't no. take oh, come in on, 20 Skaz. minutes. In 20 yeah. minutes. But wasn't he like a Horford who was an all-star? We're talking the radar. Yeah, no. Okay. Radar. Oh no! Look, I'm not going to pick him anyway. So you just okay. Okay. you just said that. Okay. I, look, I think from uh, from Wig's sort of standpoint, that we're talking about Cantor, especially last year at the end of the year. Um, who? I felt like Cantor. Enist. Oh, God, stop it. Yeah, like yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't recognise how valuable he was, and look, I'm not—he's not an all-star by no means, but I, I really didn't rate him at all until I started to watch him a bit more. And he does all the dirty work; he works hard, and I think very similar to Baines, you know, they—they they do all those little things. And um, so, again, he's nowhere near an all-star, but in this type of question, I think Cantor's one. Um, yeah, so I'd probably go with him. I did have a Ray Gad from Spurs. You don't hear much about him, but Scarzi and I obviously went and watched the Spurs game. But Scarzi is a Spurs fan, and I just feel that like Ray Gad, man, he is a he is a Rudy Rudy Gay. Oh, well, Rudy Gay, sorry, Rudy Gay. Gay man. Oh, like, who are you talking about? No. Yeah, I'm like, Whoa, okay. <laughs> Rudy Gay. Sorry, guys. Sorry. That, that so was Rudy some Gay. good. Yeah, yeah. He's a very good player. Um, I, I think underrated for what you know he's able to do. Um, so I was very impressed with him. He's a big dude, actually. I'm, I'm, you really don't realise how big he is. Yeah. And, and, right, so, and, and one more, Karis Levert. Like, I know that this year... Yeah, that's up, a good so, call. Yeah. So, so you know, can, can you say that he's really in this... But, yeah, man, like, even end of last year, he was playing well. Um, and this yeah. year, he's stepped it up. He's 18.8 points, rebounds, four and a half, and assists, three and a half. Like... He, and he just looks good. He feels good. Um, yeah, I like him. Oh, that's a better pick. I, that's a good pick. Hey, did you go, Scars? I didn't. I didn't quite get yours there, brother. If you haven't gone. Uh, I think Horford. I don't think Horford probably gets the credit he deserves. I think he's a bit under the radar. I know he's kind of been, uh, you know, salary-wise, he's probably now getting paid like a uh, an all-star. But I, I don't think. People recognise what he brings to the table to teams, to be perfectly honest. Mm. I, I mean, he's not as under the radar as... Um, well, obviously, people do, Scarzi, because they're paying him so much money. Well, mm. the, G, the GMs. The GMs, I mean, mate. Wake up to yourself, mate. This Cold-blooded. This question is like harder to answer than I thought it would be. So what yeah, about, I think it, mm, yeah. it's, it's tough, isn't it? Because there's guys who actually do have stats, but who I think still fly under the radar. So like my yeah. other one was going to be um, Rodney Hood. I think Rodney yeah, Hood. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Contrib- he, he contributes, but he's. I guess it's like, so I just pulled up his stats. So this season he's averaging like 14 points. 
Kit- which is that's a, that's a decent contribution, but he's not that consistent, I suppose. No, he's not. But he Kit- steps up when he needs to. Yeah, it's yeah. it's hard because a lot of there's a lot of games where I think guys are under the radar at times. You just don't realise that you know they can score a, a twenty without even knowing. Like you don't really realise that they've racked up twenty points sometimes. Yeah. They, they just yeah. they kind of. Could you put Seth Curry in that in that range? Yeah. The twin brother, the younger Maybe. brother. Yeah. Seth Curry's under. I, I, well, I mean, I IT isn't isn't even like um, isn't IT like already averaging sixteen points in seven minutes a game for Washington at the I don't moment? Know, man. Like honestly, the, yeah, I don't know. The, I mean, what's it? I haven't watched the Washington game yet. Actually. Yeah, well, that's that's understandable, yeah. boys. To be mean, honest, I but, um, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I think there's a lot of guys um, in this league that are that are pretty much under the radar at times. It's it's surprising. I know who Ash is going to pick. Everyone, can I pick for Ash? Go on, pick for me. Okay, Ash is going to say LBJ. <laughs> oh, how did you know? He's He's under, under the he would be. He would be this season. He would be this season because the number one guys in the Clippers uniform. He would be definitely and truly under the radar. No, oh, oh, actually, I was going to actually choose um, old mate on Portland. What was that guy's name? Was it OG on Anobi? But now he plays for the Raptors. Oh yeah, yes. no, yeah. He's a he's a guy OG. that yeah yeah OG. Yeah. He can come call. in and give you and give you good points. Um, and and defense. Even, and even now, yeah, even now. He is long, yep. If you would have stayed probably the start of maybe mid through last season, you probably would have said Pascal Siakam. But now he's kind of stepped up into that role of being a leader up, on yeah. that team. So, oh, he's yeah. killing it. Uh, Fred, That's a... Fred Van Fleet even, you know what I mean? He's underrated. Oh, obviously, yeah. He, oh, just got the, he, he just got the chip. Yeah, I think he's you know? kind of come out of his shell this yeah. season. Like, he, he was... Probably under the radar a lot more last season. Like, you, I think you, that finals, that finals really like make him known. If that makes yeah, sense. that's what I. Yeah, because you kind of no one, you, you never really noticed him a lot uh, at even midway through last season um, to a degree with the Raptors. He, he mm. kind of came on on the back end of it, and then you know made contributions in the really tight games in the playoffs. So. Yeah, but he he's um but he's balling now. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's definitely. Yeah, and, agreed, and, agreed. And look, would you say, would you say maybe um again he's was is it Pat Pat Connington? Pat, Pat Connington from Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah. I, I, I just I just felt last year he they did jump. rely on him a bit. You you know what I mean? And he did hit a few threes. Like when I saw him last year, I went, oh gee. You know, yeah. he's, he's not too bad. Um, he's a, I guess, a part of, you know, Milwaukee Bucks and their little run. And so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he's, he's probably not as consistent as they need him to be at times, though. I think he does go missing, but he's one of those guys that probably needs to take the next step and be more yeah. consistent. But So he's, yeah. he's averaging seven, seven points, two rebounds. You know, almost two assists a game, yeah. which is that's, what about, that's, that's a decent contribution. I mean, this is this is I think this is exactly what we're talking about, right? Like, but what yeah. about Andrew Drummond? Like, nah, um, oh, nah, God, you stop it. Yeah. You, you come what? in late and you're pulling. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> you're yeah. not kidding. Come on, Scars. 
He's an upstart. Oh. He's an upstart. Um, yeah, well, okay. So you're not saying... Have some more dinner. Yeah. Have some more carbs. Are you, Good idea. Are you, I was going to say... I'm, I'm depleting. Yeah. <laughs> have some sugar, mate. Have some red frogs. Yeah, fair enough. Well, okay. Well, it's just that no one really talks about him, but fuck, he can put he puts some numbers because on the board. Because he plays for the Yeah, yeah well. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. We're talking about... <laughs> Uh, guys that play for uh, we're talking about guys like you. Oh, stop it, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I don't know. All righty, let's move on. Scars, have you got one, brother? Have you got one that you bring to the table that we can discuss? Have I got a question? Yes, a topic to, that we want to discuss. Uh, oh, is, I can, oh, yeah, I can okay. tell he's thinking. No, no, I've got one. Okay, do. Do we think Houston is kind of in the same spot as they were last season as they are at the moment? They've been that every season. (laughs) Sorry, is that a yes or no question? It can be whatever question you want, Marty. Are you asking? So, okay. If you're asking a yes or no question, you're kidding yourself. So, you've... uh, Okay, hang on. Wait, let me just... So, you're asking if Houston... Are Houston, are Houston the same team as they were last year in the same predicament where, like, really <laughs> the, the thing that's going to pull them out of the bag is Harden scoring 50 a game? Yes. Yes. And I'm done. Until, <laughs> I think, let's go back to the last pod, and I think Wiggs hit it the nail on the head, uh, to be honest, was they needed to move on from D'Antoni. Um, his system... Especially with those two players, look, forty-nine percent says it would work. The other fifty-one percent say it's not going to work. Oh, I don't know. I think they need to move on. Maybe go and ask Kerr if he wants to come over. Oh, Kerr's looking, Kerr's looking oh, for a like new job. Kerr now. You like no, Kerr. I don't Stop like him it. at all. Kerr. <laughs> I don't like him at Kerr. all. He should have retired. Is... Oh well, mate. Too bad now. He got a fucking who should have retired? Kerr. Shit. Yeah, he should have left when it was on a high note. Yeah, I think it would have looked bad if he re- if he retired, especially what retired this season before. Well, he had like, he last had season. Con- he had health concerns. He should have considered that. That would have been. He could have stepped out. He could have stepped out. That's true. Yeah. But you know, I was I was listening to um, I think it was like a Ringer podcast or something like that. They're talking about Kerr, and uh, it was the first time actually I'd heard somebody like you know like a commentator like a you know big time commentator out there on a podcast I forget who it was but they were talking Other. about they, they actually agree what we're talking about which is Kerr, Kerr could possibly be like an overrated coach and that you know like right now he's Kerr's actually really lucky and that Steph is out injured because no one can possibly expect him to win with the team that he has but if he has Steph well, then people would say, well, he's a superstar. You should be able to win with him. Um, but the, they, they, they looked back and they were talking about, and this, this makes total sense, when he when he had those health concerns um, and uh, and coach, you know, Walton stepped in, Walton had a, an amazing kind of winning record coaching that team without Kerr there. Um, yeah, and then before that, Kerr, Kerr had some time out before that as well. And I forget who the um, assistant coach at that time was. It was a couple of years before, and they, they had winning, winning winning record as well. Um, yeah. So, it was, you know, is it Kerr or was it the team? I mean, it's a team that's, you know, basically hasn't even had to uh, spend any time, you know, 
in practice for the last like five seasons. It's just like yeah, so talented. It's been stacked. Yeah. yeah, but look, I've been saying this for years and years and years. But like, the coaches are very important. Uh, the staff is super important. Don't get me wrong, but it is the players that actually go and win the games and the championships. Although, you know, there is obviously significance with um, the coaching staff. But I've been saying this for years regarding Phil Jackson and Pat Riley and Chuck Daly and all those guys. And I've just got hammered every time, especially from. You know, Superman Paul he doesn't understand even what he's talking about. But anyway, oh my God. Um, so, hey, he's, so I'm glad, he's never he's uh, never coached a team to a championship, so, Muddy. So, understand. Yeah, that's really, that's yeah. totally true. So look, I'm really glad that you guys are finally seeing the light. So I'm feeling really good right now. So all right, but Muddy, like, if you do you think though that uh, if no, you took I, just, the I disagree with. Hang on, that's bullshit in some degree because at the end of the they mightn't necessarily have to be good coaches, but those coaches were able to manage those guys in that locker room so they play together as a team. Because we've seen good players get together and not make the playoffs. And that's where I think coaches are... So it's more about managing best. players yeah, than he, necessarily he, managing... Exactly. Well, well, that's X's what I'm trying O's. to say, I guess. In well, the you fine said it print. poorly, Muddy, and you need to that's pick the game That's what I'm saying the most in the, <laughs> in the fine print, buddy. I'm saying that the players are the one who goes and plays. But then they are. Oh, wow. They do. That was revolutionary. Coaches, coaches, <laughs> do have, coaches do have a significant part. But, again, the players are the ones that go out and win the game. And, but I, I think sometimes we just focus so much on the coaches. We give coaches so much of, you know, the limelight that Kerr has had. Um, that now, you know, we're looking at Paul Kerr and now we're sort of hammering him. Um, and, you know. Uh, he had it coming. Yeah, I, I, I've never really thought, I, I never thought, wow, Kerr's an amazing coach. I never thought that. But how about like Phil that, Jackson? Yeah, no, I thought Phil Jackson was a good coach. I think that's, Why? I think that's a little bit different because he had to manage a lot of personalities in that yeah, locker room. Yeah, but so did Kerr. Kurt, oh, bullshit. Steph's not a person. Pers- Draymond does not have. No, he, but he's a different personality to Draymond. He's yeah, Draymond. Person- Draymond's yeah. the only personality Durant, in the locker room. You had Durant, Clay. Clay's got his own personality. But don't yeah, forget, you got all no. these other guys. Come on, mate. No, but no. If, if we're going to judge Kerr by the way he They're managed passive. personalities, They're he lost passive. KG. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, he didn't I, I don't. Pretty- I, I, I don't, don't think, think he really lost KD, to be honest. I think KD, KD was going anyway. I think KD was lost a little bit himself and finding his own way, which is which is cool. Which is cool. I can't wait to see him on, in Brooklyn. But I think that that, mm. that shit was sailing way right, before so, Kerr. So, so to bring it back somewhat to Scars's original question... If if you changed out the Rockets coach, if you if DeAnthony stepped aside, you brought someone else in, would the Rockets look different? Would they would they be more likely to be successful? Depends on who they bring in. Yeah, I don't know anymore. Um, I'm gonna say, look, I actually thought yes to this question um, that Scarzi is having, but I'm gonna say no because I think Harden has actually got himself into. I mean, this is his style, and I don't know if he can actually change his style too much. 
um, to be honest, sort of like a Russell okay. Westbrook. Okay, for a second. Uh, Just let's, okay, so, you, so you're saying no, Muddy. What happens yeah. when the season's a bust? They can't go um, around again to do the exact same shit. Houston have got to start thinking rebuild. Yeah, you can't keep going that's... around after four yeah. years and do the same crap when the league's going to have duos, you know, Clippers, still got Lakers there, you know, Lakers only this year until yeah, the AD also, maybe re-signed. Yeah, so bro, what are you going to do? You're yeah. going to keep going yeah. around again? No, 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 no. So, so I... I think what I'm saying is then Tony definitely needs to go, but Harden might need to move on. I think so. Oh. I don't think yeah, I honestly know, who who in the who in the pod thinks Harden is the leader to win a championship? Like Kawhi Leonard nah. in that same realm. Who's in yeah, who put, nah. No, nah. exactly. So he's gonna nah. be a role player, isn't he? He's gonna be more of yeah, your Paul George. He's gonna he be more is, of your Paul but, George. But he's not a Paul George, is he? Oh, I know, but I'm. You know what I'm saying. You're gonna. He's gonna be the Robin to someone's Batman. Yeah, but the problem he's, is he's. I, I think the problem he's got is that he's gonna find it hard to not be so ball dominant. That's kind maybe, of the problem, isn't that? Golden like that's State. really. Yeah, he's Golden exactly. State. Look at that. No. The Golden State go out and get him. Yeah. So that look. If how could they? Maybe, what for D Lo? Maybe. <laughs> wow, man. I don't know if, Maybe don't know if they could even... Maybe for yeah. care. I don't even know if they could pull that off. Yeah, Would you... Okay, not. okay, okay. Let's let's just quickly. Would you take Dray... Would you clean trade Draymond Green for Harden? No. Yes. No. Harden is yes. worth more than that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Harden's... But Harden's... Harden, no, Harden's but just worth. saying... Yeah, yeah. If no, I was Golden getting, State, I'd take that. But, but okay, would you... It, look, if nah. I'm Houston, I'd, I'd get rid of D'Antoni and Harden, but I'll get everything I can for Harden. It's sort of like that AD move. You know, I'll be getting all these youngsters coming over um, and trying to start like the Pelicans are doing. But who who's going to offer all oh, that up? I don't, I don't know. That were, were some pretty... Cra- I don't know if we're going to see trades like that every summer. That, that maybe, was kind of... I think that was a bit of a one-off. Maybe Philly put think... a package together with Tobias Harris. But Philly don't Ooh. want a, a ball dominant scorer, do they? Well, well they got, maybe they, they do. The thing with is, they've got yeah, the Actually, and good. they've got and they've got Ben really good. So yeah, Harden yeah, would play their second or third option. That's no, a no, no, no. How no. is he going to be no. terrible? Trade? No, yeah. no, I would, I would keep, I would yeah, keep nah, a bead. That's crazy. I would keep a bead. Trade Simmons and have. Oh, you'd oh. give up Simmons for Harden. You'd give up Simmons oh, yep. for Harden. If I want to win a championship right now with Embiid, yes. Actually, you think about it, boys. That's what they're missing. Oh. They're missing a scorer. Oh, oh. oh that would be nice. But that's Come who they've got. Oh, wow. Who's the guy that they traded? Oh, man, I always forget his name. Oi, besides, okay, let's, they just resigned. With, he's supposed, he's supposed to be a scorer. The, the guy that they picked up from the Clippers. Uh, Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris, right. Yeah. He, he's yeah. supposed to be that, that 20, 20, 25 a game he guy, right? No, I that's a terrible trade. Yeah, I think okay, that's, that's easy. That's, that's nuts. Okay. That is With, nuts. Simmons, ben Simmons, who can't, yeah, shoot, exactly. can't shoot from the dotted yeah, so, line. Exactly. So, so, so I'd trade 
I'd trade Simmons and Tobias Harris for Harden. <laughs> I, I'd not really agree with that, Muddy. And no. that's what they need. That's yep. what Philly need. Yep. Okay. Okay. How much do we criticize Ben Simmons for not having his shot? Because that's what Philly on. need. Exactly. That's what Philly need to and take ha- that but next hang step. on. Hang on, dude. How often do people criticize Harden for falling out of the playoffs and not playing defense? That's yeah, kind he's, got of... a, he's got a center. Like and, he got, like Clint oh, Capella. Sh- that's all he has. Like that's what I big. say. Can I say I think I think Simmons and Tobias Harris would be perfect in D'Antoni's systems. I reckon Simmons would what? actually go up one or two levels, and Tobias would actually be a better player with Dan and Tony's system. Because oh, they'd be more Marty. run and gun. Run no. and gun, three but they couldn't shot. play next. they couldn't play next to Russell Westbrook. No, and how the heck is Ben Simmons going to be the next Steve Nash when he can barely shoot the ball? Mm. Well, again, He's in not... Dan Tony's systems, you have to. You have oh, to. Yuck. Yeah, uh, do you go? I think okay. it'll be good for the development. Okay, do you look? Do you look at the young core in Celtics? Not saying Tatum, but you look at Jalen Brown and see if uh, if uh, what's his name can put a package together and send him there. Send Harden. Send Harden oh. to Boston. Yeah. Holy moly! We're talking. <laughs> we're, we're shipping him to teams that move the ball. Uh, yeah, but he's gonna. He's gonna be. Like Harden's not going to be okay. Harden's not going to be a facilitator. We know he's more of a catch and shoot player like Clay after this season. If he can't get them, he's not going to be. I don't think he's the guy to bring the ball up. He's more going to be the person like a Clay Thompson that you just want to get to his spot. You're going to give him the rock and he's going to shoot it. You don't want him to. But you're talking about. I know. A max look, player I, that's now going to be a catch and shoot. Yeah. yeah. Look, I don't oh, care. Tart. I don't tart. care where he goes if it ever happens, but he's not yeah. going to Atlanta. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about? What are you going to veto that trade, mate? Are you? Yeah. Leave, leave Atlanta alone. They've got something. Dude. They're coming to something. Oh, that's uh, what funny, if? Dude. What if you traded? What if you traded? Uh, Harden to the Detroit Pistons for Andre Drummond. Yes, yes, good call. Oh, Detroit, Detroit uh, Messi, they, they're, they're like rudderless anyway. They've got no real style about them anyway. So Harden would bring like a scorer, someone who just takes control of games. They don't have that. Drummond would bring to the Rockets that kind of grit that the, the old Houston Rockets were known for. And, uh, you know, you Drummond, and Capella, Drummond and Capella, uh, you know, twin With towers. Russ. Not, not that Drummond's a tower, but, you know, like two guys there and pair, you know, put them together with Russ. But you, you put in Harden, you, you you put in Harden in the same Detroit. scenario of what he's got. Who yeah. cares? Harden's, I don't think Harden's going to win. I think, is that Harden your needs, point, Wiggs? Is your yeah, point Harden's, that's not, really... Harden's not going to win. That's, that's, yeah. that's Harden, the, I, no, no, no. Yeah. Harden can win. Only if he's in the east. Well, this this puts him in the yeah. east. Exactly, yeah, exactly. So, so if you've so got, if you've got yeah. Harden, what, what he, what he Eric Mc... Rose, Markeith Morris, um, Detroit don't really have anyone else. But, you he'll know, like... Yeah, well, like Griffin. Yeah. yeah. One, one knee Griffin, yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> 
All right. Oh, no knees. Oh, yeah, what what about let's, Milwaukee? Let's Would he work in oh. Milwaukee? No. No. Uh-huh. Come nah, on. Not, not for Giannis. You were Wouldn't going all right this pod until then. <laughs> oh, it's, mate, come on. You're kidding. I don't know if Milwaukee yet. Oh, mate. Man, oh. Uh, seriously, brother oh. Ash and me were talking about you, and we just sometimes don't know where your mind is, bro. Oh, Might be all right in Phoenix. Same. Yeah, Devin Booker's kind of. I know he's setting himself, and it's really kind of hard. This is, and that's a sad thing. Like this is going to be hard. New York Knicks. One. New York yeah. Knicks. Oh, I was yeah, thinking Knicks. that actually. Yeah. yeah, that'll do. Well, he'd, he'd, you'd, you'd go watch him. You'd watch him in the garden. Oh, what about Brooklyn? All nah, those guys, I said, got all one, players. Uh, they've got too many. would fight. Okay. So that was KD. <laughs> that would be hilarious. No, yeah. Katie, what if all personalities is clashing? <laughs> what if, what if you threw it? What if it was like to the Knicks, though, if you had like Julius Randle and like a bunch of other scrubs to make up the numbers uh, to, to Houston for, for Harden? Like Randle, well, I think Randle's underrated. Well, look, yeah, I'd, 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 I'd like to see RJ Barrett play. Within the Dan and Tony system, just quietly. Send him over. Knicks aren't going to give him up. He's playing well though. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think I think we're right though that Harden's not going to win. I think that's kind of the problem, isn't it? Like, it, there's nowhere you can't. It's not like you can put him with someone you think, oh, that's an amazing combination because he's really a solo act that Miami? doesn't rely on anyone. Oh, Miami's too gritty, man. I don't think that'd want him. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that was a and, great and, question. And the, that was a great question, is... brother. Yeah, we're just throwing all these things out there. We're just fantasy. Yeah, no, <laughs> of course. <laughs> all right. Sorry, audience. Sorry, audience. Yeah. yeah. Sorry for boring. Yeah, it was a big dinner. It was a big dinner. Yeah. We started going on our own accords. But anyway, guys, look, I'll bring up a topic that I want to discuss. You know, obviously a player me and Muddy agree with, Scarzi, not so much. Look, he's definitely setting a case in the purple and gold for the sixth man. I wanted to know so far oh, who, here we go. who you're kind of keeping your eye on and thinking, man, he's making a good case to be sixth man. We obviously know Lou Williams is making a great case. He's won it, I think, two years in a row. Okay, um, I'll go first. I'll go first. Yep, go, Muddy. Kick it off, brother. Dwight Howard, 14, 13, uh, 2 and 2. Good, good choice, my friend. <laughs> Good points, choice. Rab. Points, Rab. Points, rebound. Okay, Muddy. Box. 14, 13, 2, yep. and 2. Can you, Muddy, elaborate a bit on that, brother? What are you, like, what are you visually uh, seeing Dwight Howard? What do you think? Give us give us a bit of a rundown on what, what are you thinking with Dwight Howard, where he's at, comfortable level, fitting in with the system, not being his egos, obviously being deflated a wee bit. Explain look, that, mate. Look, I think we both, we, we both said at the beginning of the year that we, we felt... You know, uh, listening to him, that he, he he had to change and he wanted to change and he wanted to, you know, fit in and be a part of the Laker culture. And I think um, he's definitely showing that. He's coming off from the bench and just giving us hard yakka, um, working hard, running the floor, which really hasn't been too much of his style. Like, he works hard in periods, but he gets in there, he does his business like a man, and he, and he jumps back off. And the biggest thing I like about Howard isn't only his on-court, which obviously he can put up some good numbers, 
he seems like a really good guy on the bench. You know, he's getting excited for his teammates. He's jumping up and down. Uh, yeah, look, I'm just liking everything about the Dwight Howard um, of the Lakers right now. And I think, you know, even Wiggs, I'm sure, is liking what he's seeing at, at this stage. Yeah, look, I'll expand on that too, Matty. I think Dwight, I know I said this is his second chance, and I know Scarzi popped up and said it's his eighth chance. Whatever chance well, it is, it was his last chance to really come out because obviously we know he's moved around. He's gone to the Hawks and gone to the Hornets and Grizzlies and whatnot in Washington. So it was really his last crack at proving that he is in that realm of, of, of top centers. Um, I know he's letting the trade nah. down a wee bit. I know, obviously, that trade from Orlando to LA, and then it just pretty much all went downhill. But he's like, it was good, because I heard a couple of commentators say he's not the man on this team like he's wanting to be, if that makes sense, in previous teams. So, and I think he's cleaning the glass well. He's fitting into his role. And like Frank Vogel said, his coach said, he's buying into the role. So, I think I'd probably, in that Lakers team, until Kuzma obviously progresses and gets better, at the moment, I'd probably have one and two, one being LeBron James, two being AD, and then I think Dwight Howard would be that third person currently. Um, I think I'd have him over McGee in the bigs, even though McGee starts. But, mate, he's cleaning the glass. I'm all for the big fella. He's getting in there, getting the alley-oops. He's cleaning the glass. He's bloody putbacks. And like I said to Muddy Desar when he was around here, it's hard. When watching today watching Spurs drive to the rim, whether it was DeRozan or Rudy Gay, like, yes, they got past LeBron James, and then they'd get, he'd get past AD. And the second person coming over to block the shot was Dwight Howard. And oh, it was just, oh, he's doing incredible things, man. Good on him. And I'm, I've got him as my sixth man if he keeps continuing the way he is. Come on, Scars. Drop, hang on. We'll keep, it, we'll, we'll keep it positive until you drop the negatives. But mid-range, have you got any to uh, expand on Dwight Howard or have you got another six-man you want to bring up? Uh, yeah, I, I can bring up someone else, but I, I, I do agree. Like I wasn't, I was, You guys know I wasn't too excited when they signed Dwight. I, I, I was really disappointed, but uh, he surprised me. Um, I'm, like, I'm, I'm blown away with how well he's playing and, it, the, and the way he's fitting in as well. Like You see him like joking around with the guys and... Um, he seems to be having fun. He's in good shape, and he's just playing really well. Like his his hustle, I think, has has been really great. So no, it's good. I mean, I'm really impressed. And I think he, he probably does have a case. I didn't realize he wasn't. I haven't really caught the beginning of a lot of games, so I didn't re- even realize he wasn't starting. Are they starting McGee? Yeah, they're starting McGee. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 cool. Yeah, no, no, I think he's got a case for sure. Um, you know, the other one I was thinking about was um, well, there's probably a couple. Um, and it's probably, you know, Lou Williams is, like you said, is the obvious kind of candidate there. He makes a real um, case for it by being really quite obvious, the sixth man, like he just never starts. Oh, man. Um, there's some other players that sort of, you know, could come in and out of the starting lineup, but still make, you know, mostly come off the bench. So um, I was thinking about, um, I was thinking about Rose. He, uh, I Ooh. think he's playing really well and he's, I don't think he's starting. I could be wrong about that. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I think Rose is starting now, but I think he is now because there was an injury, right? Yeah, I think he. If is you gave me, if you job. gave me the wigs of three months ago, he was hating on Rose. So oh man, turned. I, no, no, I'm I'm tired of the store. I'm tired of this. You know, he scored 50 points. Good on you, mate. Like, <laughs> like you know, like who cares? Oh, wait. Like, 
wait one second. Is that like Vince Carter? Oh, stop it with your Vince Carter <laughs> Man, hatred. I, don't, I can't believe you're Mate, running down roads right now, Carter bro. Hater. You're kidding yourself, Wiggins. You are the Vince Carter hater. <laughs> let him have his last Wiggins. little run, mate. Vince Carter. Oh, just just right, let him have his little run. All right, come it's on. awesome. Okay, so look, he is going to start now as well. I think he's about to he, – he will be starting now, but he was coming off the bench. And he's scoring. I mean, he's you know, he's like 15 – points a game or something like that he's you know people love him but um i think it's it's he's playing well off the bench until now we'll see mm-hmm. scars who you got brother who have you got well boys i think our our aussie boy joe ingles not a bad <laughs> six man <laughs> oh, oh okay oh, oh, fuck it up. Oh. Oh. Go, cut yourself off <laughs> Fuck it. Okay, oh, give us, give us, okay, give us, give us, give us, give us, give us, give us, give give us your reasonings, give us your reasonings, give us your reasonings. because at the end of the day, boys, he controls the offense in the Utah Jazz when he's on the court. He's good on the pick and roll. He can still score. He can stretch the defense with his three. He's just a good all-around player, and he's a locker room guy. So he's... I think he's just a good contributor overall, and he's coming off the bench. 24 points per game, four rebounds, 3.6 assists. Mate, he's a good have you locker seen... room guy. Yeah. You're kidding yourself. <laughs> okay. Good boy, Howard's averaging six points, champ. Stop it, my brother. Stop well, Dwight Howard's averaging it. six points. I love it. I love it. So you're having okay. a go at my pick. Boys, let's yeah, yeah. Let's, let's let's just okay. Now we've we've obviously two blokes here with a one and a half uh, and a half a bloke that says Dwight Howard. Now, what would without say because obviously Howard got in by um default, right? Because they obviously had Boogie locked up. Yeah. Would we honestly now if Boogie was healthy, who here agrees that Boogie would be better than Dwight Howard? Nah, not in no that Lakers. Oh. Not in that Lakers system. No. I actually said at the beginning, remember, when the, when the, the injury occurred, I think it was on the chat or we must have been, but I said I thought Dwight Howard was a better pickup than Boogie. And I think everyone, all of you, disagreed with me. Possibly. Do you think they went down the, ro- the right yeah, avenue well, over Joe King Noah? Because they were interested in Joe King too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Over yeah. Dwight Howard? Yeah. Oh, I think geez. Dwight was the right pick. I, I think, I think I it is. That. I think it is. Uh, that's hard to say, but yeah, I mean it's easy now because Dwight's playing well. But I mean, the Dwight of old versus the Joakim of old—it's pretty much a much of a muchness in my book. Well, yeah. yeah. Both... Also, just if you guys yeah. didn't know that Dwight Howard, before he signed with the Lakers, chose to sign non-guaranteed, so they could pretty much cut him and he won't get any payout. So he chose to do that for the mere fact he wanted to prove that he was coming back to be. The better version of himself. So you know what? Kudos to him, man. Kudos oh, to him yeah, for backing himself. Oh yeah, it's a good himself. story. It's a definitely yeah. a good story. I mean, great story. But yeah, I mean, he's he's bounced around I, since Orlando, hasn't he? But that's what I love about the NBA, man. There's so many good stories happening. Mm. Good basketball happening. A couple of little snuggles here and there that you know give making you have a little <laughs> bit of butterflies. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's beautiful. Come on, Iggy. Come on, Iggy. Come over to the purple and gold, mate. Oh. 
All right. Yeah. Question, let's have this just quick one, boys. That's so random. Sorry, I just had to take you off this, guys. <laughs> just a quick one. Let's who in the league at the moment, coaching wise, is impressing you with the team they've actually got in control. I think like is in who's 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 exceeding expectations and then who's dropped expectations from where they are. Any of you boys Pop. been coach Pop? You reckon? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you look Who's at that it? Spurs. You look at that Spurs team. You don't get excited, and I'm a Spurs fan. Hey, so you're I mean, excited. You mean you mean you are giving him a plus for that? Yeah, I don't. Okay. I think I think for the team he's got, the the start they've had, I probably wouldn't have expected. The Spurs are normally slow starters. They don't win a lot of games early, and they tend to play better at the end of the season. And They've won a few. They've been in. They've been in all the games, and yeah, yeah I'm surprised that they've won this many. And who's your negative, Scars? Who's your negative? Oh, at this, I think you'd have to go with Dan Tony at the moment. I think, you know, you okay. can just. I think you can see that it's more. To me, with Houston, I don't even think it's got anything to do with other than the fact that can can Harden score forty? That'll that. Basically, they got a chance to win a game. That's that's kind of it for me with Houston. But I don't think he is a coach. Yeah. What about you, Matty? What do you? What? Which coach so far has impressed you, bro? And which ones have failed? Oh, look, it's hard, isn't it? Um, I would probably say, uh, talking about impressing me. Look, it's a mixture between um, uh, Brown for Philly. Yeah, that's I a good choice. I didn't really expect them. I didn't expect them to be five and zero and looking pretty smooth. And also, look, I'm going one and two, but the Miami Heat coach, uh, Eric Spolster. Yeah, yeah, that's a good pick, um, Matty. That's, that's a really I, good I don't, pick. I, I actually didn't expect Miami to be this high. So, yeah. That's a good one, Scars. It's a good one. Um, Matty, sorry. I think I'm going to go. Uh, yeah, no, sorry, brother. Oh. Keep going. Yep, keep going uh, so, keep my, 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 my worst one, I guess, oh, look, it's hard to say. Oh, look, I thought Portland would be not three and three. I thought Portland would yes. be, you know, a bit better than what they're doing right now. Although, you know, there's been a couple of really good games. So the coach of the Portland team, I guess, I thought coming from last year, Western Conference Finals, you know, I thought they would have a little bit more oomph. Um, you know, the last game, who did they play, um, Ash, last game? Was they where, they got, where they got beat. No, Was Philly. It Philly? Philly. Well, the Phillies are by thirty that points. Yeah, they are by thirty points, and I thought, oh, this is easy. And then they just sort of at, at home too, wasn't it? And yeah, it was they just sort yeah. of lost it. And I was like, man, what is this? You know? And Dame, yeah. Dame hit what eight or nine threes or something like that. And he I went thought, off. He was yeah, he had a big so game. Like, so if they're not winning when Dame's like this and he's on, I'm just like, oh, something's missing. So mm. yeah, no, good call. Mid range, who you got, brother? Yeah, it's a good one. So for coach that's kind of impressed me, and I, I, I you know, I, everyone's probably sick, sick and tired of talking about the Lakers, but I think Coach Vogel did a really good job. Uh. He just is, man. Like, yeah, I'll give like, no, no, he just is. Like, and you know, like, forgive oh, me, Ash, but like, LeBron's oh, not. Mate, this LeBron's is the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. yeah we talk like about last the year, the Philly. Yeah, yeah. Next, oh, yeah. next pod, oh, we should oh. decide not to talk about the Lakers at all. <laughs> yeah, good call, good call. But keep, keep going, right. No, no. Look, I think he's got he's got a tough job ahead of him. Like LBJ, he's he's not necessarily the easiest bloke to coach. Yeah, he's got a high basketball IQ. He knows what he wants. He knows how to play 
And, um, you know, we've seen coaches, you know, fall by the wayside, um, you know, trying to get um, LBJ into their system before. Um, there's a bunch of real scrappy guys there, guys who, you know, McGee's a guy who you never know what you're going to get, but he's, you know, been consistent um, so far. Howard's really coming out of his shell. I think the, the, the way the way the, tam- the team is progressing and sort of coming together, the way the LBJ is kind of, um, you know, like really getting used to that point guard position. Uh, I don't know. It's just it seems to be working and clicking much quicker than I thought it would, and that's a hard – it's, not, it's not, not an easy team to pull together. So I think he's doing a great job. Um, Wiggs, Wiggs, I'm just going to jump in with that one. I, I, I think you are on the right path. I reckon if they lose a couple and have a bit of a drought and then they come back, that's mm. when I would actually tick off and go, you're 100% right. But until I can see them lose a bit and then jump back on the horse, yeah. because I, I, just, I just don't It'll know come. yet. Because we, yeah, because we know when LBJ... When things don't go well, that's when he starts to go a little bit sideways. Path, you know, I mean, yeah. to throw everyone under the bus. That's true. Exactly. Yeah. So that's sort of what I'm waiting for. Well, no, no, no. but just right. okay. Just that's a good. See. But what about? Do we think Vogel is real? Like, do we think Vogel's coaching the way he wants to coach, or do we think he's kind of letting LBJ be the coach? Because I think no, that's I think probably... No, nah, I, I don't think... Honestly, yeah. I think he's coaching. Yeah, yeah, I think he's coaching at the moment. Yeah. Okay. I think... I, I think... I think... Like I said this to Muddy this afternoon when he was over. I think Vogel has got the slight bit of respect from LeBron James first all coming in. Because obviously they went to battles in the Eastern Conference, Miami and the Pacers. And they did push Miami to seven games, Right. So I think mm. Vogel has that respect. I think he's just then got to show it now being LeBron's coach. And I think, yeah, I think out of all the coaches LeBron's had, I think this is the guy LeBron will probably go, he is a coach I respect over the past, over the past coaches. Obviously, Ty Lue, we know what happened there, what we've seen. Eric Spolster, you might say he did respect him for the mere fact Pat Riley was at the helm. Um but I think he is respecting Vogel. I think Vogel's a great defensive coach. He's got a defensive mind. Apparently, he does a lot mm. of film, co- concentrates a lot on the film sessions. Um, and I think, obviously, let's not like, hey, he's got a coaching staff of Lionel Hollins. You know, you guys might not agree, but I think he's not too bad. He's no, got Jason yeah, Kidd. Yeah. He's got Jason Kidd there, which is, you know, one of I don't know say, if a top 15 coach, point guard. But, but he's just... Just, I think he's just coming. You know how LeBron has that thing about. Past players. Players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so true. Kids obviously won a chip in that team that he versed in yep. the Mavs. That, yeah. And he's also got true. the um the other bloke that he's that's won championship with uh Celtics, Cleveland, and just come off the Raptors championship. He's their um strength and conditioning coach. So I think that coaching staff, including Vogel, is is doing a good job and I'm gotta give it to Vogel. Like I said, I understand where Muddy's coming from. Let's see when, you know, the horse gets a bit stray. Uh, and they start losing a few, but like so far, so good. And I think their defense rating at the moment is keeping teams under 35% shooting from the from the uh, yeah, perimeter. The defense has been great. And trying well, to keep the, them yeah. under 100. And we're only six games in, lads. So hopefully their defense can only get better from here. You know, they're missing a few assignments here and there. Some of them not switching. And there's some guys are getting, uh, you know, open layups. But once that starts to click, you've obviously, you know, it's, it's going to really work well for them and um, hopefully get them in that in the um, 
good playoff conversation anyway. So anyway, Wiggs, I'll leave it with you. Your negative one, mate. Um, Luke Walton. Yeah, Luke he's, Walton. what he's doing. What he's yeah, doing. Luke, in Luke Sacramento Walton's is just sad. Yeah, that's a good call. Is that his? You reckon this is boys? His, <laughs> if he fails here, he's done. The he's NBA will, will spit him out. Did, didn't he sign a pretty decent contract with Sacramento? Five years. Yeah, five it was contract? fucking huge, man. It was like a big one. They and they that's went funny. after him. Yeah, so crazy. Him. Who's their GM? Oh, Vladovic, isn't it or whatever? Yeah, Vladdy. Oh, Vladdy. He the only have to get rid of him. Yeah, that was <laughs> look, a good. Look, he's terrible. Look, just, just for the record, the audience, um, obviously Luke Walton uh, coached Lakers last year, and obviously uh, we know where Wiggs sat on uh, that topic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so I think we all could have guessed uh, what Wiggs would say. No, got, no, but really, also, yeah, no, yeah, so, uh, nah, King, <laughs> sure, but also this, the Kings uh, are like they're two and five, yeah. and last year they were an exciting team to watch. They, yep. they, and they showed promise, and there was one of those teams where you're just like, you know, maybe they're just one or two years away from being a solid contender. Yeah, and, I, I would agree. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's uh, a good pick. Yeah, that's a good pick, Wiggs. Okay. I'll agree with you. Nice, nice, Wiggs. Nice, nice. But yeah, so Luke Walton, you Alrighty. can just uh, you can congratulate, thank um, Golden State Warriors uh, for getting you that contract, <laughs> big fella. Uh, yes, for getting you the dollars. You're about to be a loser. Anyway, look, guys, uh, I'll be quick. Yep, obviously my positive uh, would be Vogel so far, um, coming in, coming back into the NBA coaching role. Uh, with his coaching staff, doing a good job so far until otherwise. But I think a negative boys, I don't know, you guys might not agree, would be Dwayne Casey for me. Um, we obviously oh. know he won Coach of the Year, came off a off a losing Raptors team in the finals. Yeah. He in doesn't have Blake finals. Yeah, yeah still. Blake Griffith. And yeah, yeah, still though, I still got to give him a negative. Uh, when they do get Griff back, I probably could see him maybe getting them up high, maybe in the fifth or fourth position. But yeah, I think man. if he finishes, oh, if he finishes tough. any lower, if he finishes eighth or outside, sorry, buddy. He's, yeah, no, that's, that's he's got weird, a good resume. I mean, like at the moment, he doesn't have Blake Griffin, and it's yeah. But point. who's who's excited for Blake Griffin to come back? Now, who, yeah, what is what is Blake he's going to give us thirty do. points? Are we you know? serious? Blake yeah, we're play, he's man. done. Blake he's good. Yeah, but come on. I'd okay. rather have Vince Carter on the team. Oh, oh stop it. Oh, no. Oh, Wiggs. Stop it. Oh, yeah. That is... Look, I'm an Atlanta fan, so I'd, I'd, I'd swap Blake for Vince right now. Yeah, any day. Oh, That's a that's bad call. Awesome. That's no, awesome. That's funny. <laughs> Blake Griffin's going to get you 20 points. Okay. Whether you like we'll it see. or not. Come on, I can't, believe, like it it. I can't believe I'm agreeing with Scarzi because I don't yeah, like Well, it, you're doing it. You're doing it. I'm hey, boys, also, also just another one. Who do you reckon Fisdale? Like, Fisdale for the Knicks. I know he's got a bum team, but you reckon his head could be on the chopping block? Nah. If the New York Knicks, if the New York Knicks sack another fucking coach, they might as well just not play basketball. Because, I mean, they got to get some stability in New York. Yeah. they, they just got to stick with the coach, stick with whatever direction, and, and just grind it out for once. Believe in the every, process. The, the, yeah, because they just they change too quick. Yeah. And New York have been so bad for so long because they just and try and change things. 
Let's no, it's look. not. It's for, not the for coach. Once, for once, it's not the coach. Like they no. just haven't had a good team for many, no. many years. So That's right. I agree yeah. with Scarzi. You have to, you have to stay strong in some sort of foundation. And I think the only yeah. thing you can be strong is is the coaching, coaching staff right now. Um, yeah, sure yeah, and you got to believe. You got to believe. Like they totally changed their roster this year. Yeah. They got some young players. They just this is. Now they got to ride it out. They didn't get KD. They didn't get Irving. They didn't get Zion. Put it the this Knicks. way: you're talking about chopping block. Brett Brown is yeah. the number one coach on the chopping block. Yeah, if, he's got to get it. He's got to get him to the final. Yeah. What yeah. about what about? He's got to get him to the final. Mate, the old mate of the Thunder is going to be fucking riding thin. He's he's got to be on the chopping block. Well, even old mate at yeah. Washington. Even old mate at Washington's got to be fucking close to getting chopped. Mate, yeah. Washington have got. Washington couldn't be in, could not be in the league next year the way they play. Oh, anyway, it's terrible, isn't it? It's terrible. Bad. But, hey, they're look, I've I got to give it to like I brought Fisdale up. I've got to give it to him. They watched one of his interviews of Savo about the game, and they were talking about load managing RJ, and he just came out and he goes, "We've got to stop with this load management crap." The guy's 19, he's a rookie, he should be ready to go night in, night out. And I just yeah, thought sure. that was a fucking nail on the head. Like, yeah, media are hoping this. Wait, unless you're Vince Carter's age, then we'll talk about load management. But and no, that, I don't if know you've just age. come into the league, yeah. mate, get out there <laughs> no, and play. It's... Jesus Christ. I just, mate, yeah, anyway. mate Vince, Vince load managed every game. That's why in the warm-up he could done. <laughs> <Only>, I could just say <laughs> there's only one bloke in this pod that load manages, and he's a doctor. Yeah, amen to that. <laughs> amen to that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is that is, Mate, mate, I have to load because when I play, I got like a hundred ten kilo, you know, poor Scarzi on me, and then I got a hundred ten kilo ash on me. I mean, wow. far out. I anyway, so much. All right, boys, let's wrap it up okay. for the night. What All right, we, brother. What do we got? Please. Shout outs. Got a quick one. Oh, shout oh. Out. Uh, yeah, I got Jeez. a shout out. Uh, I got a shout out to the postman. Um, oh, the did postman. he deliver? He is delivering. Um, uh, the the uh, address was wrong, um, not on my behalf, on the postman behalf. So thank you for fixing that. And uh, yeah, Ray Ray and uh, so Itsy and Scratchy uh, should get their uh, unis uh, very shortly. So thank you. Nice. Awesome. I got a shout out. I got a shout out to our brother Wiggs. He got the job done. He's got us on Apple Podcast. Love his work. Yeah, and man. what was and what was the other one? Uh, on Spotify. Uh, on Spotify, the man's doing a great job. Overcast. Yeah. Better than the other. Better than the, yeah, better, better than the, the first than the producer. Last guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll give Way I'll better. give him that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Awesome. I like awesome. his work. I like his work. Mad, Mad respect. Mad what do you respect. got, brother? What do you got? Uh, I want to give I want to give a shout out to my missus, to Joe. She's. Um, She's about a week out from exams in her second year medicine, and she's studying hard and uh, still giving me the time and space to sit down with you fellas and do the pod. So it's um, nice so touch. good luck. Nice touch, Wiggs. Nice touch. Uh, stay healthy, Jojo. Jojo. Stay healthy. Uh, yeah, Eat stay healthy, healthy, Jojo. <laughs> Alrighty. Have I got a shout out? Yeah, look, I'm just, I'll give one to my wife. Why not? I'll oh, shout out to wow. my wife. I thought uh, it was going to be Dwight. Dwight. Yeah. No, no I'll, I'll give a shout out to my wife. She lets me leave the couch uh, and leave Love Island and come Ooh. and speak to oh. you, folks. Tough gig. So, Tough as gig. much as as much as I was pulling my hair out watching the show, 
I'm glad I got on the pod to de-stress. Cheers, boys. <laughs> Cheers. All right, guys. Thanks Good for stuff. listening to episode number three of NBA at Home with the Boys. Catch us on episode number four. Peace out and stay healthy. Stay healthy. And eat healthy. And eat healthy.